Thoughts are things. For that, so great. What's the first? What's the first lyric of the first verse? I've been in bondage. I've been held back. I've been in bondage. I've been held back. Oh, how many of us have ever felt that way? <laughs> Nobody in this room, right? <laughs> no, we're all spiritually minded, and 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 none of us have ever felt trapped. Are in bondage, ever. <laughs> today's talk, today's kind of message is uh, based on a quote, one of my favorite quotes. So, in the Science of Mind book, um, the first four parts of the introduction are the entire philosophy in 27 pages. And in the very first part of it, uh, Ernest Holmes wrote this, and this has been a guiding quote for me my entire. Well, I would say my entire life, which it sort of is, but I didn't really discover this quote until I was in the science of mind or in New Thought, uh, which really came into my sphere of being about 13 years ago. 13 years ago? Wow, yeah. He wrote this. The divine plan is one of freedom. Bondage is not God-ordained. Freedom is the birthright of every living soul. All instinctively feel this. The truth points to freedom under law. Thus, the inherent nature of man is forever seeking to express itself in terms of freedom. We do well to listen to this inner voice, for it tells us of a life wonderful in its scope, of a love beyond our fondest dreams, of a freedom which the soul craves. This whole month, because of, you know, because it's the month of Independence Day, uh, I decided that I wanted this entire month's theme to be freedom of the soul. And this guiding principle for me that freedom is inherent, I think is really, really, it's so important for us all to really take this to heart. Because anytime we don't feel free, anytime that we feel like we are limited in any capacity, it is up to us and no one else to turn that around. We are free to turn it around in our own minds. And I had an experience this week that was a great reminder. You know, the thing about this philosophy is that we're constantly living the reminders to say, hey, giving us that nudge to get right back on track with spiritual truth. So I had an experience this week that reminded me that I was living in a place of bondage in my own life that I was able to release this week. I was at an event, it, so the story starts actually last February. I was at an event, and at this event last February, um, there was uh, someone who, I, this was in Southern California, but I, uh, I was introduced to somebody who's in the spiritual community here in Tucson. And um, at this event, because we're all in the same circle, person who introduced us said, this is Reverend Jonathan. He is intending to move to Tucson and open a new spiritual center. And the reaction 
that I got from this other person was not good. It was a little bit like, hey, you're, you're coming into my territory, you're coming in on my turf, why, you know, and, and, and it wasn't spoken, but it was a feeling that I got from the, from the demeanor and from the body language, it just did not feel good. And so that's what I walked away with back in February. And so when I got here at the beginning of March, I thought to myself, well, that's somebody that clearly is not interested in a new spiritual community. I don't need to reach out, and that's going to be that, and that's fine. So the way this then continues to unfold is there was, I posted the video on, I posted the video on our Facebook page, basically talking about my journey of how I got here, the vision and mission of Tucson New Thought. And there was a rather unfortunate comment that came through on that video. You can't go look at it because I've deleted it. <laughs> and gratefully, Facebook had hidden the comment because there was a rather forceful expletive in the comment. And I looked at that and I thought, well, this is, this is out there and that's okay. I'm, you know, I'm not here. Number one, I don't try to please everybody. That would be the worst thing I could do as a minister. I trust that those who are attracted to what I have to offer are gonna show up. So I don't force myself out there to try and make everybody show up. But what I did is I deleted the comment and I looked at the person who posted it. I just kind of scanned their page and I saw that they, were, they had a common connection with this, with this other person that I met in February. So what I did, because I didn't know how to contact this, uh, this person who had left the comment, I mean, I could have sent a message, but I didn't think that was, I, I felt like it might be opening a bigger can of worms. So I thought, well, I'm gonna contact this other person from February. And I'm just gonna say, just for knowledge, I'm just gonna open it up and say, just for your knowledge, this came through and it's reflective of, it's reflective of another spiritual community here in town because of their clear association with this other spiritual community. And so I called this person, and, and I'm very purposefully like keeping names and like identification out of this. <laughs> so, so I called this person, and I said, I just wanted to have a chat with you about what this, what just happened on Facebook. There's no, like I've deleted the comment, and and we and 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 it's fine. But just so that there's an awareness that, you know, this is someone who represents a community here. And through the conversation, we came to a realization that this person had some bad feelings about really all spiritual communities because of their association at this community. They were no longer associated with this community. And one of the things that I had posted is, you know, we have an opportunity as a spiritual community to recognize that we can all cooperate. None of us are in competition. I'm not in competition with Unity of Tucson. I'm not in competition with Center for Spiritual Living Tucson. I'm not in competition with Sacred Space. I'm not in competition with any spiritual community. What I want is, com is cooperation. And so we had this beautiful conversation, this, this person and I, and I came to realize that what, what, what I thought had happened in February was only in my own mind, and how quickly we can do that. Just allowing ourselves to come into that place of bondage in our own mind around what we thought was, and not actually being clear into what the actual truth is. And so I was able to release that, let it go, free my mind, and allow a new connection of cooperation with spiritual community in this town.
and I trust and know that this is going to unfold in magnificent ways. So it's just that great reminder, you know? We're the ones who are making it all up. <laughs> Each and every one of us. It's the story we tell ourselves. And we can let that go, we can let that go, we can let that go. And I think we need to start letting it go. Anytime we assume, well, we all know what happens when we assume. But I had made an assumption that kept me in bondage for months and months and months around an idea that I had about someone else. And the minute I actually opened up that conversation from a loving and compassionate place, I was met with something completely different than I expected. And it was beautiful, absolutely beautiful. So it begs the question for me, for us all to look at, what are the assumptions that we're making? We make a lot, I think we make a lot of assumptions in our daily life. And the more we can strip those away and strip them away and actually become transparent and talk to the people about whom we might be making assumptions from a place of love, the more we're gonna find that we're freeing ourselves from the bondage of our own minds. Freedom is the birthright of every living soul. We are free because we have the capacity to choose. That's what freedom means. And we're making choices in every single moment. In every single moment, we're making choice. And so are those choices liberating or confining? That's the big question. Are they liberating or confining? I was confined to an idea of what I thought this spiritual community needed to be based on old paradigms. And then I had to remind myself of this idea that uh, you can't get the yes unless you ask. You cannot get the yes unless you ask. And so on a whim, I contacted Dedicated. And I said, you know what, I need a space to meet because it's important to me that we start, that my community starts meeting in person again. The virtual thing is what it is, but it's not very community oriented. And so I was so pleased to get the yes in that moment when there was no guarantee, went out on a limb. And I think that we should all be willing to go out on a limb and ask, and ask for what we require. It also, you know, because this is such a different environment, it's such a different uh, atmosphere, we're not in a sanctuary, although we create sanctuary wherever we go because we create the energy of any room we're in. Sort of what I wanna end this part of the, of, the, of the message with is this. Conformity is the jailer of freedom and the enemy of growth. John Fitzgerald Kennedy. Conformity is the jailer of freedom and the enemy of growth. I think the more we let go of our preconceptions, the more we open ourselves to grow and grow and grow. And that's really the message. Let go of the limitation. Let go of the idea that we have to conform to any particular idea and simply grow and grow and grow. And that's what I pray for with this community, is that we continue to grow and grow and grow. And, it, and if by chance we end up meeting here again or on a regular basis, I don't know, I'm gonna open that conversation, can't get the yes unless you ask. <laughs> Wherever we are, 
I trust that we will continue to grow and grow and outgrow spaces and outgrow spaces because I think that the message of love that we have to share is the most important message there is. And so that's my message today. And I'm so grateful for you all being here to hear that message. And so namaste. Thoughts Are Things is an independently produced podcast. You can check out my blog, sign up for regular updates, or leave a comment on what you've heard today by visiting jonathanzens.com. Also, check out the latest on the development of the spiritual community I am founding in Tucson, Arizona, by liking our page on Facebook. Use the search function on Facebook and look up the page by typing in Tucson New Thought. Finally, my book, Thoughts Are Things, is now available on Amazon.com. Just look up Jonathan Zenz at Amazon and order your copy today.